What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show where I see things a little differently. I uh, yeah, I'm this little chemical, and we are going to change things up this week. So it's supposed to be episode four Loki, but then I realized, as I record this, actually, it's the Wednesday. It's, it's the Wednesday before? Yeah. So episode three just dropped today. I just dropped episode three's episode. That came off really weird. Um, but I realized I'm going to be out of town for for about a few days next week. And I was like, you know, I won't have my equipment in order to properly upload everything. Because so when I travel, I travel light. And I don't really want to bring my computer, have to connect to a Wi-Fi. And it would be too much of a hassle. So I said, you know what? It just so happened that fate intervened. I realized that Batman, The Long Halloween Part 1, the animated movie, came out to, uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, and I said, you know what? I'm going to watch that, review that. That will be the Wednesday show for next week. As we had the figure four interview with Dylan. Uh, Dylan the interview with uh, Dylan from figure four photos. Um, and then the following week... We will have episodes four and five combined. I will still watch episode four. I'll just record my thoughts and then I'll. Um, sorry, I'm actually in the middle of um, responding because we're in the middle. We're almost finished with issue three of Messina, which is called Presidential Pardon. And I'm actually looking at some of the the photos from it right now. So I'm kind of distracted, but it's, it's actually we just. I think we just got it. This, that, we just got it perfect for us. One, one page. I think, I think this is page 13. So I'm really excited about that. Anyways, um, so everything will be kind of turned around. But I'll still get, you'll still get my thoughts on, on episode four. It'll just come in uh, next week. It'll be episode four. We'll do a little DJ Scratch episode five. And, and it will be combined. Um, but anyways, let's get to it. So... This is one of my all-time favorite stories of Batman. And actually, just hearing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, Jim Lee did the original art for this um, classic graphic novel, and he told a story because apparently he was really bad at meeting deadlines. And he made a bet with the editor that he could make all the deadlines of this particular uh, book. And he made all of them, and it was like some type. It was like I think it was like a hundred bucks or whatever online. But he was just making a point that he couldn't make deadlines. He just was really bad at making deadlines. Um, but this story, before we get into the movie, this story is uh, for those who don't know, it is about a killer called Ho the Holiday Killer, and they only kill people on holidays. And it's the origin story of Harvey Dent. Because when you first meet Harvey Dent, he is an upcoming DA, um, and he's trying to go out to the Falcone family. You have an early Batman in his early years before he becomes the greatest detective in the world. Um, you have him still very much uh, wet behind the ears, and um, he's thinking he's, he's he's thinking that a lot of things can be settled by just brute force at this point as well he thinks the fear factor can work wonders um but then you kind of step it up a level because he, he you could beat up on little minor thugs all day but once you get to the the higher end villains that's not gonna work 
Um, and you also have essentially this is everyone's part part of everyone's origin story. Essentially, you have Catwoman's kind of first interactions with Batman and the Falcone family and and Jim Gordon, who just becomes commissioner in this story. So, like, it's a really great read. If you have not read it, I would suggest you do read it. Go to your local comic book store and pick it up. Um, I enjoyed this story because, one, the killer does not get caught in the end. And I, and when I review part two, when it comes out in a couple months, because uh, I originally, they, they did this in two parts. The first part's PG-13, second part's supposed to be rated R. Why second part's rated R, I don't know. I would, I'm hoping that it actually deserves a rated R uh, setting. Um, and it's not just that because we're being politically correct. But... Um, I, I will reveal, like, the, I will reveal, um, the killer, then I'll reveal all spoilers then, because I don't, it looks like, it kind of looks like they've changed something to it, but I'm not sure where they're going, and because this is essentially going to be like a two and a half hour movie when you combine the two, I don't want to ruin anything that could potentially be there, so I'll just leave it there. But anyways, um, that's the story in a nutshell. Um, it's a, to me, it's a great story. The fact that, and you know what, and this is going to sound terrible, but I always enjoy like shows like Unsolved Mysteries and uh, America's Most Wanted. To me, the thing I enjoyed the most about those shows, and this is going to sound kind of morbid, is the fact that people, some people just didn't get caught. You know, and I think that's just the reality of sometimes leads go cold. Sometimes, like, I tell this to somebody all the time, this person I know, he always wants information. He he says, I need all the information. I need all the facts to, 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 to make a decision. Sometimes you don't have all the facts at your disposal. Sometimes you have facts, but they're not facts. They're not actually, you, you have uh, information, but it's not factual. You know, people see what they want to see in a, in, a, in a panic, in a moment, in a huff. And you're constantly like, well, that was wrong later on, you know, so that you could say you want information or you need it, but doesn't mean you're going to get good information, if that makes any sense. Um, and so to me, this is a big part of the story. And what I noticed is and I actually watched a review on it uh, prior to watching as I knew it was out. But honestly, the thing that this does, and obviously when you have a comic book, you have 20 to 24 pages and you could do a longer book. Sometimes you're shorter. Like my comics are tend to be a little bit shorter, um, but it, but you could do a lot more with animation and live action uh, than you can uh, in, the, in the pixels. And so there are scenes that are extended. Like uh, in the comic book, um, Catwoman and Batman's real first interaction is pretty much like just two pages. This one is a very much an extended scene where it's like a five to six, seven to seven minute thing, which you get more in-depth character, you get the more um, uh, dialogue, etc. And actually, the the woman, I believe her name is Naya Riviera. I could be saying that wrong. If I am, I apologize. She actually, the woman who voiced Selena Kyle slash Catwoman, she actually passed away last year. Um, I don't know if it was due to COVID, but I remember reading that when they had announced this. Um, so a rest in peace to her and my condolences to her family. Um, but um, she, uh, the voice acting on here is pretty actually pretty well. Jensen Heckles, the one who was on Supernatural, and I believe he's going to play Soldier Boy for um, uh, season three of The Boys, is um, 
it is playing Batman slash Bruce Wayne. I think he does does a good job as well. The voice acting is really good. Um, but to me, that's why I noticed. I also noticed this as well because it felt like a movie. You know, sometimes when you're when you're watching these animated films, you know, the animated films are gonna go like an hour, two minutes, an hour and ten minutes. To me, this felt like this could have been live action, and you have a hour and a half, but then you cut it off to make sure that it gets transitioned to the the second part of it. To me, it felt like an actual movie. If that makes any sense, I don't know if that makes sense the way I'm describing it, but I thought it came off very well. I love the extended scenes, and also in the comic book. Uh, you hear Harvey that you hear about Harvey didn't having problems with his wife, but you don't actually see it on the panels. Um, and here you see it, you know, you see the wife having issues and, um, you see Harvey is having issues himself as far as just his obsession with taking down the Falcons. Um, you also have a line where it's a great line where I'm going to go, I'm going to be all over the place with this, but this goes to the point earlier when I say Batman is wet behind the ears, Batman actually makes a line to, to Alfred in this Bruce Wayne does. He says, this is more detective work. I never thought I had to do this. And it's like, wow. You know, like, to me, I thought that was perfect writing. And then also, um, it, when Jim Gordon brings Harvey Dent and Batman together, and Batman, and you hear all the subtleties of the Two-Faced character being being brought up, and you, you know tragedy is about to bestow this man, who is a good man, but he has this obsession with taking down Falcons and it's really going to be the thing that cost him essentially his sanity. Um, but you have Batman saying uh, two heads are better than one, and then Catwoman leads Batman and Harvey Dent to uh, a billion dollars of Falcone money. And if any of this sounds familiar, it's because they use elements of this in The Dark Knight. Um, Christopher Nolan used a ton of elements from it in The Dark Knight. Uh, when Joker has the, the piles of cash that burns, that's in the comic. Like when you have uh, Harvey Dent and um, Jim Gordon and Bruce, well, Batman on the rooftop and the camera circling them. And it's it's like that is essentially um, elements of that as well. He took a bunch of elements from a bunch of different stories. So if this sounds familiar, it's because you've seen it in live action, you've just seen it in a different uh, world of Batman. Uh, Bruce Wayne, by the time you actually see um, Christopher Nolan's Bruce Wayne, he's a more uh, senior detective. Uh, he's This one is not a senior detective at this point. But um, then when you, when you have um, them in, in, the, in, the, in the warehouse and they're deciding whether to burn the money or not, because Catwoman throws the, uh, Harvey Dent a match. And uh, Harvey Dent says, I'm supposed to be in the light. I can't be a criminal and a lawyer, can I? You know, he wants me, uh, Jim wants me to, to, to fight this in the light. And Catwoman says, well, light it up. You know, and then, then Batman says, heads, we burn it. And that's when the infamous coin is first brought in. They flip the coin and you all of a sudden see the, a black screen and it goes to, uh, you see a burning. You see the Falcons looking at their their warehouse and their money essentially being um, burned. Um, and then when Harvey Dent goes home, he looks and he sees it, he, he reveals it's a two-headed coin or whatever. Like, to me, this is why Batman's Rose Gallery and Spider-Man's Rose Gallery are... If I had to choose between... And this is a, a debate for when Jonathan Esther or someone else is on the show. But to me, if you guys hear that, it's my fan. I'm thinking about cutting that off, but I don't know. We'll see. It's really hot in here. Um... But to me, it's a, it's always a debate, but I, I've always seen it as kind of a tie. Batman's Villains Rogue Gallery compared to Spider-Man's, I've always seen it, seen it as the same. Um, but if I had a gun in my head and someone said, hey, 
yeah, I choose. I would choose Batman's. The, the backstories on most of his villains are just so tragic. So, I'm not going to say relatable, because that's obviously a comic book. But to a degree, it's relatable. You know, it's like, it goes to that saying, one bad day can change who you are. And that's how some people are. That's how some people's lives are. You know, it's a, one act can change everything. And, like, the fact that you know what's going to happen to Harvey Dent in the end, it's like, it always makes his story tragic mr freeze's story is obviously tragic joker's is as well but to me harvey dent is is right up there with one of the greatest villains he's not talked about enough because the joker in dc's world just takes over so much as his shadow just looms so much but like when you see these moments you see this as an honest man a man trying to just have a wife and have a life and trying to get justice the right way and you're like man i know where you're going and it's not gonna be good it's like it just gets ugly, you know, and um, at the same time, you see these three people with friendships like you don't see the friendship in the Dark Knight. You see them. You see it very tenuous, attentious, uh, excuse me, attention brewing. And, um, you know, Jim Gordon and Batman are friends. But then you have Harvey Dent, who's just once again, super aggressive, super um, motivated. Uh, but the thing is, here's the thing. I thought it was done well. Matter of fact, honestly, the graphics are and, and animation is so much different than what stuff I'm used to with DC animation. Um, it actually reminds me of the Telltale video games with Batman. Obviously, it's much better graphics or animation, but it reminds me of that type of style. Um, I thought the voice acting was really good. And like I said, the only reason I decided to not wait, well, just two things. One, it was, I knew it was coming out. Two, I realized I'm not going to have a show next Wednesday. I said, you know what? Let me just do this. But also at the same time, I thought that when they were going to drop episodes or volumes one and volume two, it was going to be like a year apart. I thought they were still like working on two. But then I found out that it's going to be like in September or November, whenever it is, it's going to be like a, a few months away. And I was like, you know what? Still, we're still, we just got to the middle of Loki today. We have Shang-Chi, we have Black Widow, all these things that are going to take precedent anyway on Wednesday show. I was like, oh, I might as well just watch it, enjoy it, and then get part two as well. I thought it was well done. I really did. I'm looking forward to part two. Like I said, I'm hoping it's not radar just because I might have like a curse word in there or two. I'm hoping it's radar because it actually it's um, worthy of the title of rated R. You know, we already know. Here's the thing. And this is not a spoiler. This is just this, this is not. This is just, this is what you know. Harvey Dent by the end will turn into Two Face. You know, Batman will be a better detective. Um, and my point earlier about some of the best stories when people don't get caught it, as morbid as that sounds because you obviously want everyone to get justice for their loved ones to me though the reality is you don't always catch it so you always miss something you, you excuse me you can all you can always miss something you know if you're not but you do see flashes of what will become the world's greatest detective like when um the first killing happens on halloween and Batman looks at the picture and he says, hey, where's the, where's the lantern at? The jack-o'-lantern. And Jim Gordon, who was the commissioner of the police, says, think that's a big deal? He was like, uh, maybe. You know, like, but once again, it shows how something as sim- simple as this. Like, someone could just like Halloween that much to where like they might actually have a nightlight that's a jack-o'-lantern. But at the same time, it just goes down to you see flashes of everyone and who they're going to become. You have... Uh, Selena Kyle at the end of it calling out Bruce Wayne's name 
while he's as Batman, while he's Batman, and it's clear they both know who each other are. Like, I didn't think that he knew who Selena was. Um, and then I started looking at, I went back to watch part of the first part of it again. And I was like, okay, he knows who she is. Like, if you look at their first scene together where she's leading him to the Falcone warehouse, it's like, ah, uh, you do know who he is. Or, she, excuse me, you know who she is, He and she knows who you are. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't realize it the first time. By the same time, I was doing some homework or whatever. Still paying attention, but just missing the small little details. Um, this, like I said, the, the scenes that need to be drawn out are drawn out for a reason. Because because the dialogue helps the, the the extra dialogue helps to build these worlds and like I said this this part one really helps to set up the flashes of what these characters will become and you see the, you see Barbara Gordon you see uh, Jim Gordon trying to be a good dad but he can't be a good dad because he just took over commissionership you see uh, Alfred fully embracing him as ba- Bruce Wayne as Batman but also letting him know that dude you still need to be Bruce Wayne. You can't just be Batman all the time, you know. Because let's be honest, without that guidance, Bruce Wayne would, he would never be Bruce Wayne. He would always be Batman, and that goes to kind of the point of the Dark Knight trilogy when you have Dark Knight Rises, where Bruce Wayne is no longer Batman now. He's just Bruce Wayne, and he's broken. Like if 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 he let left up to him, he would just be Batman the entire time. Um, I'm looking forward to part two. I don't know how they're going to utilize Catwoman anymore because she's still in this. Like, the, it ends with her being Selena Cow, but I wonder how they're going to. Because some of it's changed up from the comics. And like I said, I don't want to give too many spoils away because they're going to change some stuff. So I want people to listen to this and be like, oh, well, this didn't happen. And this was in the comic book and blah, blah, blah. I, I want people to listen to it and be like, okay, cool. This is what it is. Like, the animation always changes something. You know, but I thought the changes were necessary here because it helped give each character more character development. So, um, yeah, man, I would recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, sorry for the, the week off of Loki for those of you who only tuned in to listen to that. Uh, I would definitely recommend you guys watch The Long Halloween Part 1 as well as Loki today um, as it comes out. Um, you will get my thoughts on Episode 4 and Episode 5 next Wednesday when I am back in town back around my equipment this is the wednesday show hope you guys enjoyed the interview with dylan from figure four photos on instagram i enjoyed doing it him and i were talking about doing it for a couple weeks and um i just appreciate his work and and i learned some stuff about him as well so anyways that is the show for this week hope you guys have a great weekend as we will hit the match of the month it will be i already told you guys what it is so you guys just tune in for sunday subscribe and it should be good stuff. Thank you. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We are out.